0: You're listening to The Red Wave Report, the number one rated Fresno State podcast, the official free podcast of Barkboard.com. The thoughts and opinions are that of the show host and in no way reflect the thoughts and opinions of the university. And now, here's your host. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of The Red Wave Report. My name is Lucio, your host of the show. And, well, we're back at it again here at the Fresno State Spring Scrimmage as Fresno State gears up for the upcoming season. Things have been going on here um, relatively with ease, uh, although we've been noticing some injuries out on the field today. One notably is Mr. Oglesby, our running back, uh, he uh, went down with a twisted knee, and so at this moment, we do not have any further updates. But uh, also here at the scrimmage, uh, well, it's none other than, no, the Bark Board's very own Mr. Jackson Moore. Jackson, how are you doing today?
1: Doing good, getting a chance to finally see these guys in action, and it's fun to watch.
0: Now, like like I was mentioning, uh, I was noticing that there were some injured players out on the field today. One actually went down just recently, um, Oglesby. What do you think? Uh, does it look serious, or is it something that uh, Fresno should be keeping an eye on? Well,
1: they certainly spent quite a bit of time with him on the field. They even moved the scrimmage over a few yards to keep it going, but uh, they carried him off uh, under some shoulders, and didn't look like he was putting much pressure on that leg till the end, but... Uh, Looks like they're keeping him out, at least for the rest of the day. Uh, They did move DeJounte O'Neal back to running back from receiver immediately, which because there's not much depth at running back right now, and O'Neal's been one of the highlights of the day after that, so we'll see how that transition goes forward.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely have to keep an eye on it. It looks like they're starting to load him up onto uh, a golf cart now to take him back to the locker room. Probably what they're going to be doing is taking a look at him and, and evaluating him. So as we know more information, we will go ahead and uh, uh, share with that with you out on our uh, website. Uh, but also, I, I was noticing a few other players out on the field with crutches and stuff. Uh, are those players you knew about already, or did they just kind of popped up all of a sudden?
1: Uh, for the most part, a lot of those guys came in the spring uh, coming off of surgeries or... Um, minor injuries. They don't want to push him at this time. Uh, looks like Tyquan Glass got banged up a bit earlier this week. He's sitting out. Uh, Dequan Brown filling in for him at corner in the first team. Probably a position he's going to keep uh, as well as he's playing. Uh, but other than that, uh, most of the
0: injuries were expected so far. Now, what we've been noticing today, as we've been as we've been watching this uh, scrimmage, is uh, it looks like. The defense was kind of ahead of the game early on, but the offense is starting to con- kind of come alive all of a sudden. Um, and one player in particular I-, I know me and you have been noticing is Deontay O'Neal. Uh, now he's a small little running back. Uh, kind of. He kind of takes on kind of like the persona of almost like Clifton Smith did when he was back here at Fresno State. Uh, what's your take on, on how de- uh, Deontay O'Neal is doing so far?
1: Yeah, you do see that. He's very shifty. He's a small, compact running back, and um, a little. Hey, Robbie Rouse was a guy that, even though he was small, he was almost a, a, has a power element to him. Whereas Dejounte is more of that Clifton style, where he's gonna dodge and dig, dodge, dip, dive, <laughs> like dodgeball out here. He avoids tacklers that way, and uh, he had a, the lone touchdown of the day on a pretty impressive run. Um, He came in as a walk-on, he performed similar to this last spring, and uh, didn't really get the serious look at playing time, but if he keeps this up, they're going to have to give him a shot against uh, the full-size defenders (laughs) during the
0: fall comes around. Yeah, it's it's only a matter of time. I mean, Deontay is tearing up the field so far, and he, he looks like... One of the better players out on the field as of right now. Now, with Oglesby going down, maybe Deontay gets a little better chance of actually seeing some playing time if if that turns out to be serious with Oglesby. Um, But, you know, there's still a lot of time heading into the fall. Maybe that'll give enough time for Oglesby to recover. Now, as far as the quarterback play, uh, it's been... Well, I I guess you could say a little inconsistent so far. Um, The quarterbacks have been coming in. They've been playing. Uh, Out of the three quarterbacks so far, who do you think is uh, standing out better out of the three?
1: We haven't gotten a really good look at these guys. A lot of the plays have been designed to be short passes. Um, I think about half of Chase and Virgil's plays I have down were... Ended up breaking down. He was scrambling out, running, uh, so he hasn't thrown the ball a whole lot. Uh, Not very many downfield passes. Um, A lot of emphasis on the run game so far. Um, But we did see uh, uh, Childress. He's statistically, I think, he's the furthest ahead. But uh, the eye test, a lot of his balls are a little... uh, not the prettiest when they get to the receiver. I had one receiver down on a knee trying to catch it when he was pretty much wide open, so not very confident with where he's at right now. I'd say Jason Virgil, even though he hasn't put up any big numbers or anything
0: today, looks like he's uh, the furthest ahead, and he's getting all the first-team reps as well. Now, so far, as promised as what we have heard so far, the tight ends have been more involved with the offense this uh so far this spring scrimmage, um, they have been trying to to at least stretch the field down the middle of the field using the tight ends as part of their uh, as part of their offense. Now Rice had an uh, had a catch and uh, a pretty impressive catch so far. And how do you think that's going to translate going into the season by getting those tight ends a little more involved this season?
1: Yeah, you definitely have Chad Olsen, who's a very talented player. He's going to have to be used a lot. It's really about bringing the rest of those guys along because they have five tight ends here in the spring, two more coming in the fall camp and uh, Olsen's the only one that's really shown anything in game time but uh, Rice, Rittering they both have been able to contribute at times out here and uh, they definitely want to use packages where those guys are involved but um, they are a little on the skinnier side uh, so we'll see how they develop them with the offense too but they want to use two, even three tight ends at a time and uh, they're definitely practicing for it now. We'll see how well it translates uh, when the fall comes around.
0: Yeah, and uh, maybe they'll, instead of just using them and as uh, a running package, they'll be able to use those tight ends more as a decoy and get them out into a wide open space, uh, preferably down the middle of the field, where they can, uh, they can keep the defense a little more honest this upcoming season. Uh, now moving on into uh, another area, uh, I know you guys reported uh, earlier this week about, or the last couple of days, about an uh, offensive tackle who is left the team, not not for, not necessarily kicked off the teams, but actually, uh, more like a season-ending injury. Um, do you have any further updates on what it is that's going on and what player it is? Uh, nothing official, but
1: uh, reported that it was Donnie Green. Uh, he's not out here today, so I imagine uh, there's some truth to that at least. Well, uh, at least what Josh Webb was reporting was that it was concussion-related, which if you rack up a couple of those, it's not the best idea to, to keep putting on that helmet and risking yourself to further injury. So it looks like that's the case.
0: We'll check with the Reuter, but it looks like his career here is done. Yeah, so that's um, <clears throat> that's another hit to uh, to the Fresno State uh, Depth chart as far as the offensive line is concerned, uh, but they do have a, a few extra bodies this season that did come in, so they'll they'll get a chance to actually push uh, f- uh, push you know for a, a spot on the starting lineup. Um, but as far as that is concerned, we'll, we will keep you up to date. We will keep an eye on that, and as far as as long as as soon as we know more, we'll let you know more. Um, just check back to our. Our boards at the TheBarkBoard.com. Um, now, switching gears a little bit, um, you know, not to overshadow what's going on here at the football, but last night, uh, the women's basketball team uh, suffered a heartbreaking loss, uh, a one-point loss last night, which kept them from advancing to, well, at least for now, advancing to the NCAA tournament. Um and so, Jackson, what's your take on what's going to happen with the girls? Do they still even have a chance of actually advancing to the uh, basketball tournament?
1: Yeah, that was a heartbreaker. They were ahead almost the entire game, and uh, Colorado State is just a very good team. They're 31-1 and 1 for a reason. Their only loss was by one and even two after that. So uh, looking ahead, Fresno State and Mountain West is not going to get much uh, respect in that large pool. Uh, we're probably looking at a WNIT bid. Hopefully they would get to host a game. That would certainly be fun for the Valley, but uh, we'll see where they end up there. It's almost certainly going to be in the
0: WNIT. Yeah, and, and tonight, uh, well, actually last night also the, the men's basketball team came away with a victory against Colorado State, which advanced them to the final uh, matchup which is being played today uh, for the Mountain West Tournament Championship. Now, uh, as far as you can tell and what has happened during the season, is uh, does Fresno State have a chance at actually coming away with this uh, with the championship tonight? I certainly think so. You look at the
1: matchups these two teams have played, I believe both went into overtime, uh, each on their home court with the home team winning. Uh, here on a neutral court, it won't get it any more even than that. Uh, a lot of bulldog fans sound like they're in Vegas. San Diego State always brings a lot of people over there because they've been so good for so long, and they're usually in this championship game. Uh, Fresno State, they, as hot as they've been in this last ten games, I haven't been overly impressed with the way they've played the last two rounds of the tournament. But that being said, it was good enough to win, and um, you know it wasn't. It didn't come down to the last second or anything. They won those two games fairly convincingly. And uh, looking at San Diego State. Uh, depending on how tired they are. This could be a a real ugly game with two tired teams. Uh, San Diego State doesn't play a lot of offense. They've got a really good defense, so it could be a a pretty ugly grit and grind type of game. But I really like what Julian Lewis has done. He didn't play a whole lot in the semifinal. He could put up big numbers. And uh, between him, Marvell Harris, and Cesar Guerrero, the three seniors are really playing. Well, Marvell didn't play the greatest last game, but the three of them together are playing really, really good ball, and that gives them a shot for sure.
0: Now, if all three of those players do show up in tonight's game, uh, they could give San Diego State a run for their money. Especially with if Marvel Harris gets hot again, like he has been the last few games, uh, this could turn out to be a pretty tight, contested game. And if Fresno is able to kind of to just squeeze one by San Diego State, they'll they'll definitely be into the Mountain West tournament. Now, if Fresno, uh, I mean, into the NCAA tournament. Now, Fresno State should come away with a loss tonight. Do you think they even have a shot at an at-large bid, or wh- where would that place them?
1: Yeah, they're, they're too far out. The resume that they put together, even if they have, I believe, 23 wins, that's uh, not going to be good enough to get them in the tournament. No really significant wins. Uh, probably the best win is San Diego State, and if they lose to the Bulldogs in the championship, they might be on the outside looking in at the NCAA tournament. Uh, losses with San Jose State and Cal Poly really hurt them. Uh, Right now in all season we've heard how Fresno State wasn't even going to get a look at the NIT but the way they've played these last 10 games and they've improved this resume so fast at the end of the season they they should get a look at the NIT but they could be looking elsewhere. Las Vegas 16 is a new tournament going up this year they could be in and you've always got the CBI or CIT. I don't know if they really want to be in those two but uh, probably nit or Las Vegas sixteen bound if they can't top the Aztecs.
0: Now that's uh, that's of course if Fresno doesn't pull off the win tonight, which uh, I know all the Bulldog fans are going to be rooting for them to pull off the win. Should they pull it off, they're guaranteed a spot in the NCAA tournament, and that's exactly what everyone is looking for. Uh, so that is uh, that is a game to watch. So if you're if you're not uh, in Vegas tonight. Um, I believe that's going to be televised, isn't it?
1: Yes, on CBS, the the big network station, so everyone virtually can watch it. It's not CBS
0: Sportsnet. It's the real CBS at 3 p.m. Now, of course, if if you uh, don't have access to either, but you still have access to the Internet, you can always check on Twitter. Uh, I know Jackson at times tweets out the score and what's going on. Uh, I do that as well, um, and you can find Jackson at at Jackson Moore, right, on Twitter? Jackson M underscore Scout. Yeah, I got that completely wrong. But uh, you can also follow me on at Red Wave Report uh, and uh, check there for all the latest news and updates as far as what's going on. And if uh, if that is not where you want to go, you can also head over to our boards. Uh, we usually keep up to date. Um, all of our uh, fans over there and, uh, face- and our board members will keep you up to date as far as what the score is going on for the basketball game. So check over at the boards, and uh, you can keep up to date there as well. Right now, spring scrimmage is finishing up, so we're going to go ahead and see if we can get some uh, uh, sound bites out of Coach Tim Deruder as far as how spring practice went and uh, maybe a couple of other players. So uh, just hang on tight, and we'll start that here in a second.
2: Yeah, first scrimmage, you know, it's about what we expected. You know, defense is typically a little bit ahead. Uh, I thought our defense did a great job of pressuring. Uh, you know, we got some veterans on that side of the ball that understand what we're doing. We're playing a little bit faster on that side of the ball right now, whereas on offense, you know, we're installing new schemes. Uh, it takes a little bit longer, but, you know, for, for being brand new, just being eight practices in, I thought our offense did some good things. Uh, you know, overall, defense probably had had the upper hand, which is, like I said, uh, you kind of expect it this time. I, I liked how our offense responded in the two-minute, you know, getting a drive. Um, you know, defense gave up a couple big plays. We got to do, do better about that.
0: Off-season, kind of the time when you guys reestablish that physicality, you know, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. How do you feel that how how that's uh, developing at this point? You know, the, the well, I think I think
2: or... well, I think I think we're we're uh, going the right direction, uh, but we're obviously a work in progress. Uh, I think anytime you get into some two tight end sets, uh, you you make a, a concerted effort to run the ball. You're going to uh, develop your physicality on both sides of the ball. And uh, uh, I think we're doing a decent job with that, but obviously we got to get better.
1: And
0: how do you go about, you know, amping that up even more so? You know, well, there's always
2: a fine line. You know, you, you, it, it's a mentality that, that you set in practice, and you you plan for live periods or, or, or periods where you know you're going to get after each other. Um, but the double-edged sword is, you know, we're down a couple running backs, so you, you got to be judicious in, in how often you do that. And in the, you know, the NCAA also has rules about when you can go. Uh, full tackle versus half tackle versus no tackle. Um, but we'll we'll take advantage of the days that we can tackle and, and, and keep developing the mindset that we're going to run what we want to run. Yeah, it always seems like these scrimmages or springtime and stuff, offense you, doesn't look like it's all together. So maybe well, there's a couple things. One, you know, it's brand new for our guys, and so there's a, a little bit of uh, steeper learning curve on the offense side. But the other thing is when, when the defense sees the same plays over and over and over, they they tend to figure it out, and so you know, especially early on when the offense isn't quite executing um, with the speed yet, because we're not going as fast as w- what we're going to be going, you know, because we're still a little bit in that learning mode. Um, you know, the defenses should be ahead, and, and right now we are a little bit ahead on defense. Your you two quarterbacks, they were both injured last year. How, how are they looking, uh, Virgil and, uh, and, and and Ford? Uh, I think both of them are, are picking up the package well. Uh, you know, again, they're they're work in progress. They're they're doing some good things, and then they're doing some things they got to process a little bit quicker. Um, you know, I think Ford made a couple nice throws in the two minute drill. I think he's the quarterback that led us in the uh, uh, two minute. Um, but both of them can do some things. You know, uh, when we had the coming out period, we had a we had a, uh, a third down in, in uh, I think six or seven situation where Chasen moved the sticks with his feet, which is important when you're backed up. You got to get a first down. You don't want to be kicking from inside the five and you know, he moved the sticks with his feet, which is, you know, something about his game that, that really helps, um, you know, in, in offense. You know, and, and as a defensive coordinator, you, you're always leery about letting that guy, you know, get out and make plays. So it, it was, it's fun to, to watch these guys get out and compete like you do. Um, at the same time, we got to keep fairly healthy. We had a running back. I think Bryson got banged up today. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out his status uh, tomorrow. Um, but I think that was about it.
1: What, what, what did you like out of Well, the guy's
2: a playmaker. You know, we've known that. Um, You know, he's a guy that can play slot. Today he had some nice runs at the running back, makes guys miss. Um, He's a guy that constantly has a smile on his face, and he just wants to get touches and make plays. So he's a a great teammate. Guys love having him around, and I'm, I'm happy he's here, and we're finding ways to get him the ball.
0: There was a stretch where the defense kept getting in the backfield for sacks and stuff. Obviously, you don't like that from the
2: offensive side. But the defensive side got to be pretty encouraged on that. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's 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 guys like uh, you know KK and, and, and Nate Madsen and James Bailey, guys who played you know a pretty good bit, and so you expect those guys to uh, make plays, and, and so on the, on that side, you're you're happy. Uh, our guys are picking up or understanding our pressures and, and, and running our pressures, you know, at a pretty good rate right now. Uh, and, and it takes a little while for the offense to to get it all figured out because we've got a lot of different protections in. That if they're thinking for a half a second about what they do, they're not you know quite you know uh, playing at the speed we want them to play at. And that's going to all happen. Uh, but right now, like I said, the defense mentally is a little bit ahead of the offense, and you know it should be that way.
0: And, and you know, two new coordinators and stuff. How much
1: of a learning curve are we talking about for for the for the players on both sides? You know. Or-
2: well, obviously more so on offense because we are going with a different package on offense, uh, different terminology. Defensively, we're running the same stuff. We're, we're, we're probably narrowing our, our, our focus a little bit more with what we're doing uh, and trying to detail it a little bit better so our guys can play faster and know what's going on. But the terminology and everything we're doing is, is the same. So our guys, again, on defense are playing a little bit faster. Yeah, I think he'll probably be be out. Uh, he had a uh, uh, lower leg injury. He'll probably be out for spring, but I don't, it's a non-surgical. Okay.
1: And uh, what have you liked from uh, Brown filling in?
2: You know, Daquan's done a nice job. Uh, he, you know, Cheetah brings a lot of energy. He's a guy that has fun playing. We got to rein that in every now and then. Uh, but but he's a guy that's very explosive. Uh, he's a guy that can cover man. He, he he's got a great burst about him, and he he's got a knack for making plays.
1: You can share with situation. Uh I've not
2: spoken to Donnie. Uh Donnie is has had an injury. Um and we, we uh don't have any comment on it just yet. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. So that was Coach Tim DeRuter on his uh post game wrap up of what he thought the uh how the Fresno State Bulldogs did in their spring scrimmage. So uh that being said, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the episode for today. Check back again, check back out the website as we post all of our latest information on what's going on with Fresno State. Uh, that is at BarkBoard.com. And so, Jackson, why don't you go ahead and tell them how they can get a hold of you and if you got anything coming through the pipelines. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter, JacksonM underscore
1: Scout. Uh, you can get us on the boards. Uh, my username is Jackson Moore. I post a lot. You can send me a direct message, and I'll be sure to get back to you. And, uh, yeah, we have got lots of uh, spring content coming for you, uh, recruiting starting to pick up um we'll have we'll have it all coming for you, even when it seems like there's no bulldog sports going on. while uh, we continue to pump out some stuff, but there's looks like both the basketball teams will be playing
0: on for a week or two more, so we'll have some content for you there too all right, so uh again, you can follow me at red Wave Report on Twitter and you can also email the show at red report at gmail dot com and um You know, check check our Facebook page. We've got one. Just look for Red Wave Report on Facebook and follow us. We tend to post a lot of information there as well. So that being said, um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and we'll see you again next time.